0: Welcome to hello there a star wars podcast all about the animated series specials and shorts in the star wars universe um i have a special guest on today to discuss the whole first season of the bad batch getting into omega wrecker tech echo hunter crosshair the whole gang okay um Uh, this is Sir Matt from, I always call him Sir Matt because, uh, known him through Bend the Knee, uh, Hyperspace Hangout, uh, Box Trick Gaming, and, uh, I was luckily, lucky enough, um, about a month ago, a little over a month ago at this point to, um, meet him and his, uh, lovely, wonderful fiance, um, here in my hometown of San Diego, so that was actually really cool, really nice, um. You know, I guess you can meet people on the internet, and it works out from time to time. So, um, yeah, that was really nice. So, I have my friend Matt on the podcast today, and uh, we will be getting into The Bad Batch. The whole first season, Um, and just other Star Wars stuff, because uh, every time um, I've ever had him on uh, Curiosity Killed the Cat, Lord knows we start with one subject, and, you know go off into a few different other ones but always bring it back around to the uh subject matter at heart and um yeah this was a fun episode and um at the end of it or I might make a separate episode I'm not sure um I kind of want to do a focus on the last two episodes um of season one in particular um spoiler alert uh the whole Camino coming down thing and uh you know, no more production, if you want to call it that, of the clones was very, uh, interesting to me. I want to know more about it. That's one of the things I love about the show is it gets into, you know, the kind of weird fake science clone shit that goes on, um, between, uh, you know, all the clone troopers based off of Jango, uh, you know, then you get into the Snoke, Palpatine stuff, um, Plague's stuff. So anyways, it's just, uh, it's just a little rich part of the Star Wars tapestry that I'm, I'm just really into and vibing with right now. So um, I'll either, uh, you know, have a whole separate segment at the end of the episode, um, getting into the end of the season specifically, or I might keep it separate. We'll see. We'll see. So surprise. All right. We have Sir Matt here from Bend the Knee and Hyperspace Hangout, et cetera, et cetera. And we are oh, getting yeah. into... Uh, the first season of the Bad Batch here. So I thank you for coming on again. Hey,
1: absolutely. I think this is my first time on Bad on Hello There.
0: You're my actually. first. You are my first guest on Hello There. I have not had anybody on yet. So <laughs> <Let's> <laughs> yeah, I was go. like, Matt, Matt's perfectly fitting. So I'm I'm super excited. Yeah. And uh, more so excited to specifically talk about the Bad Batch. I probably could have like strung along with it like as like you know the the days weeks months go by but like i kind of wanted to almost binge it you know a little bit and just like because with hello there i've been watching everything one episode at a time and you know piecing it all together and so um before we started recording i talked about like this little little chunk of star wars space that i've been um in and around like lately having to do with clones and attack of the clones and like all that kind of weird fake science stuff is just getting more and more fascinating. We've got you know like one of the last clones left is Boba Fett, one of like 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 the Jedi. Yeah. He's one of the last um yeah one of the last guys. And so I'll tell you Matt that like when I finished up the the last two episodes of Bad Batch, I was like, oh like we're watching the phasing out of um the of clown. this of all of them and it's very depressing <laughs> it's very depressing so um yeah with that being said uh which uh out of the out of the uh, fabulous 5 here I am going to include Crosshair because he's one of the brothers um who would you say is your favorite and you can't say only okay, No
1: Crosshair was go- I think going to be my favorite when I saw him in Clone Wars and then he went bad, and so I was like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, of the of the, of the Bad Batch, I guess if you consider just the four, we don't consider Omega. Um, I mean, Records just so lovable. He's just so lovable. He's so stupid. He's so <laughs> you know, a bull in a china shop. He's just he's just so easy to just to just fall in love with.
0: Yeah, no, um I would definitely agree. I think it's really cute that him and um Omega have like their own little bond. Um and that uh after like each little mission they have, they get like the popcorn or like they get like a little treat or like a little snack with each other and that's kind of cute.
1: Right. But, when, yeah, yeah, they're eat- whatever it is that they're eating, yeah.
0: And when he went kind of uh when they were trying to fix the inhibitor chips or whatever they were and he kind of went bad and he was chasing after omega it was like it was really sad but she was still there for him and she was like when he went to wake up she's like no i'm going to stay here till he wakes up and it's so cute it's so freaking cute
1: it's omega's great she is a she is a, a super great addition to star wars
0: uh, like She's, like, a little ray of light. Like, she honestly, like, has helped me be a more patient parent in this, like, Bad Batch journey because it's just, like, you know, kids are doofuses. They make mistakes. We're all humans running around this, like, big, giant orb. And just, like, you know, reminding yourself that everybody's just a a human in some tiny, big, whatever form. Um, She's really been helpful with that. She's very, yeah. uh, she has a lot of grace. Like, she's very graceful with how she treats everybody around her. And it's inspiring.
1: She's great. And I think that we're actually going to see a lot more of her, uh, to say the least. I, I definitely, I definitely think we will be seeing more Omega.
0: Yeah, I would be, I would be jazzed. Um, Cross hair. Yeah, that whole thing. So in terms of, like, Clone Wars, I'm only still, like, a few episodes deep. Maybe, like, four or five um oh, okay. So I haven't like I haven't met I didn't meet any of these guys till this show. Um mm-hmm. so in my Clone Wars journey I'm going to like freak out, you know, like I kind of know Rex a little bit, so when he popped up, I kind of had a little bit of a, a a gauge, but um but yeah, I so like did Rex have his whole thing wiped clean? Did he have his chip taken yeah. out?
1: So that's all like season seven of Clone Wars, which is the season that came like a few, like a year or two ago. Um, because the way it worked was Clone Wars was on, I believe, Cartoon Network, not the original animated one, which you and I yeah. are like I think the, ol- <laughs> the only two fans of that in existence. Um, but then the other one I believe was on Cartoon Network, might have been, it might have been a Nickelodeon too. I don't know, but I, I think it, I think it was Cartoon Network that, that it was on. Um, then when Disney bought it, it sort of got shelved in season six, and so. But um, Dave Filoni had been working on it for years, just sort of penciling it out in the event it ever happened. And for a long time, there was actually footage of like the first four episodes, um, and you could watch it. It's like it's like previs. I mean, it's not. Even for animation, like, it's, like, you know...
0: Is it clunky?
1: It, it's it's not it's not the same. I mean, you can tell it's totally not finished. It's, like, you know, you see, like, stick figure animations walking in some scenes, stuff like that. Like, it's really, like... <laughs> There's, like, the block earliest... people. <laughs> there are. There literally are, yeah, block people and stuff. Um, but it was the Bad Batch. And so that was... So he's been... He's had them in his mind, I think, since, like, 2012 or whatever it was, that Clone Wars... Um, Finished, and so they're in. They're only in the first, like four episodes of Clone Wars, or yeah, of season seven of Clone Wars, and then the season shifts because I think it's only twelve episodes long to really the Ahsoka Mall arc.
0: Yeah, okay. To
1: to close it out. Um. So we barely really see them, and then of course Omega, we don't meet until until Bad Batch. So we really are only a season I mean, the recording honest-
0: has stopped oh okay oops i <laughs> oh that's okay this meeting is being
1: recorded another
0: guest another yeah. guest on the show
1: <laughs> pick hey we'll, we'll pick pick back up you know say <laughs> oh, sit, deal and yeah. dark and dark sides of the of the forest yeah so wow. um Yes. Yeah, so we really only have this one season. And then those first four episodes that they're in, are really, the focus is really on Anakin and Obi-Wan. So you don't really see a ton of them. And there's also like Echo who comes back and that's kind of a big deal. Because Echo is in quite a bit of the Clone Wars, and then he gets lost in it, but you actually think he's dead.
0: Okay, cause he, and he's the one that's the most smashed up and, like, put back, like literally, like, he's been yes. to Afghanistan, he's been to Iraq, and back 100%. again and again and again. Gosh, this, oh, they do a really good job with, like, I think the soldier aspect, uh, you know, of it, and that kind of psyche, and, I, you know, I don't know, you see Crosshair, he's always like, i already made the decision like to be you know the good soldier that follows the orders but then you've got the contrast of hunter who's just like oh it's just it's just all it's just all very just very very good just so well done and i don't know she's like omega is so cute because it's like clearly she i don't want to say is programmed to be super smart but like they do hammer that home a few times throughout the show that like she's exceptionally smart um it's not that like you know the clones are like a bunch of little Labrador doofus dudes or anything but like she uh the Sid character like reiterates that a few times um but like she's still kind of mission-based so like it's you know, I've seen people say that maybe she might be Phasma or something, but again, like skin no, tone wise, I not. don't Okay, I god, I hope not. I hope no, they don't do I've that. I've
1: read the I I've read the Phasma book and there is absolutely Well, oh, for starters, god. Okay. She would actually I think be t- she would be too old to be Phasma. Okay. Um and there yeah, the Phasma book. The Phasma book actually is honest to god. Yeah, actually, I don't really like Phasma in it, but the book itself is really good. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, no, no. Phasma grows up on this planet that's, like, out in the middle of nowhere, and she, um, is basically like a hunter-gatherer. Okay. And the First Order ends up sort of, like, crash-landing there, and then she ends up, like, saving a bunch of them, and they realize just how skillful of a warrior she is, so she basically works herself into the First Order. And
0: that, and, well, I guess that makes sense, going, showing how... The recruit, <clears throat> the recruitment part of uh, the empire is so right. sidious and is so um, yeah. It's actually quite uh, it's pretty jarring that that difference because um, I think when they show Tarkin for one of the first, I think I don't maybe he shows up once, twice maybe in this whole show. Yeah, um, he's very anti clone trooper, whatever. Um, he makes it pretty clear that like the only good trooper or soldier is somebody that you find through recruitment which basically means through the false illusion of security and um we kind of saw that with bill burr's character and the mandalorian yes, yeah um it's it's a lot it's like you know with the clones. Like, their whole humanity aspect is really sad because they're always trying to accomplish the missions, whatever timeline that they're in. But, like, they recognize that they're expendable. You know what I mean? But it's still really sad. Um, And just to, like, kind of, for the Empire to go from that to just, like, actual freaking humans who... I don't know. It's just wild. It's so they just do such a good job with the dark and the light and all of this stuff. It's crazy.
1: No, it's great. No, it's 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 fantastic. And I mean ever I mean every anything that Dave Filoni honestly touches, it just gets better and better and better every every time. Like I really went into bad batch thinking like uh eh, I don't don't know what's gonna be, don't and then left it being like, Yep, this is great.
0: It's uh it's good. He's the Italian stallion cowboy bro. <laughs> yeah uh, she's always
1: got that weird cowboy hat always character.
0: and like the butt just like the button up t-shirts that's great um one thing i really appreciated in this show was all the uh you know guest stars who pop up you know for the for the for the weekly special you got fennec showing up right. and you've got right. uh the opening with uh kanan and Deepa Balaba? Is that how you say your name? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yep. Um, I'm always fucking up names all the time. Oh, so. no, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Hira and Chop, Chopper. Um, that was super cool. I brought up Rex, but I don't know him that much, so we won't get into him that much. But And
1: um, uh, what's it? Munchie? Is that the name?
0: Munchie, yes. It's the the Rancor. The Rancor. Yes, and they... They faked you out because you thought it was, like, the little green kid or something. And no Maggie's like, oh, pull Munchie. And it's, like, it's the rancor. Her that,
1: accent is ridiculous.
0: I love it so much. Um, my sister, every now and then, will, like, pop in on me. And she's just, like, at least her voices are nice. And I'm like, get out of here. Right. Just, like, shoo. Right, right. <laughs> Leave me alone. Um, but that was cute. And I thought Bib, Furt- Bib Fortuna in that episode... Uh, like, showed a little bit of, like, he was very relieved when they found Bunchy, and he was very excited, like, we're gonna bring him back to the Menagerie. I mean,
1: (laughs) I cannot believe the amount of Bib Fortuna we've gotten in the last, like, six, I mean, in the last, like, six months. It's absurd. He shows up at the end of Mandalorian just to get shot, and then we get him (laughs) in here. I mean, it's just, like, dude, it's Bib Fortuna, man, like, of all of the characters. He literally, in Star Wars, in the, in the original, he says, like, one thing. He says, they wanna wanka, like Yeah, I was
0: thing. gonna say, just that one hatties <laughs> kind of line. I always thought, growing up, he was always, like, the like the booby-head guy. <laughs> like, right. um I think little Nikki ended up turning a character that had, like, it almost looked like the Leiku or Leiku, but it, it was indeed boobs on the top of the head. But, um, yeah, Bib, he's pretty interesting. He's always kind of stood out a little bit, and I don't know if it's, like, the red eyes, or... Yeah, the, like the non English speaking, um, he's just kind of a an enigma. He's sort of a a mysterious character.
1: Well, the sort of interesting thing right now is is how does he and Max Rebo? Okay, Max <laughs> Rebo survives the. They're on the sail barge in Return of the Jedi, and somehow Max Rebo, it's like it's like Ezra who I do hyperspace hangout with. We always joke like. That, like, we make fun of uh, episode nine, where it's just like somehow Palpatine yes, has returned. Yeah. <laughs> so it was like anytime somebody returns, it's like somehow, you know, Max Rebo has
0: returned. I'm like, one, I think it's like a non arm thing that like helps with your survival. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Anakin should have never survived Mustafar, but like, I think because right. he was missing a hand, somehow it did it. And same with Luke. It's the and thing. so, yeah. So, Re- Max has no hands, so his you know, it's like he's the good opposite. To go. So we will see Windu again because he's lost he's lost we'll never I see Doo so. but we'll see Windu.
1: I do think we will see um Mace Windu at some point. I do.
0: There's there's just no way. Like, Tamera Morrison, I've seen in some interviews, has literally brought him up in name. I don't know if you saw that on Twitter lately, but like... Oh, yeah. Him, yeah, him and Fennec were doing... Or, uh, ming uh, na ming Ming-Na thank, yeah.
1: thank you, thank you.
0: Ming-Na Wen, yeah. ming um, Mulan. Yes, beautiful Mulan, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Disney All-Star, um, uh, which I'll get into her showing up in the Bad, bad Batch after this little deal, but like, it was yeah, that was a hilarious interview, um, Tamira Morrison freaking called out Mace Windu, <laughs> like, by name, um, so it would be pretty interesting, um, when Fennec did pop up in the Bad Batch, I just almost lost my, you know what, because she's so much more prominent now with Book of Boba Fett coming out and her being, you know, his number one, uh, you know, right-hand man, um, Seeing her pop up in the Bad Batch was especially special because she's been around now for, like, what, two, two, three years?
1: She was in, yeah, Mandalore in season one. It seems like her roles are just getting bigger and bigger, which is great because she's freaking fantastic.
0: So good. Her voice. Oh, my God. She does such a good job with, like, having a sinister aspect to it. Um, But you can tell because, you know, Omega is such a lovely little character that, like, when she was sent to uh, you know, get her bounty hunter or whatever, um, you could tell that like her character was slightly pained to have to do it. And um I just happened to finally see my first piece of Star Wars with Cad Bane, Cad is that how mm-hmm. you say his name? Cadbane? Yes. Okay. Um I have been uh rereading Dark Disciple, which I'm gonna get into with uh, Tom from Clone Cast, uh the Clone Cast podcast, and um I was watching a random Clone Wars episode, like in the middle of all of it. I don't know, I can't remember what season it was, but it had Quinlan Voss in it,
1: and he's mm-hmm. jumping
0: around uh, they're trying to get the uh the hut that's, that tra- that's
1: season two or three, I think.
0: Yeah, something like that. Um and that Zero Zero the Hut was in it, the one that tried to kill Jabba's uh baby Road of the Hut in like the, the Clone right. Wars movie. But uh that episode I happened to watch the other night, um, was the first time I've ever seen Cad Bane. And I was like this guy scares the shit out of me. Like, he literally is, like, spooky as hell. And then when he pops up in the Bad Batch, when I watched it, saw him pop up last night, I was like, dude, he is spooky. Like, he is spooky. His droid's cool, but he's spooky.
1: Yeah, um, yeah, no, Agree. agreed, yeah.
0: And I was gonna now, ask Cat, you, where where else does he pop up? Cad Bane. Mm-hmm.
1: So... It's interesting because I think the last time or I can't remember if the last time we see him, or there was something about Cad Cadbane was supposed to in Clone Wars have a have a have a duel with Boba Fett where he died. Um and then that was actually going to be the shot on Boba's helmet. That
0: the dance
1: the dent is supposed to be from a duel with Cad Bane, but it's not really like I don't think it's ever been officially confirmed or anything, but that's just what people thought because we still don't exactly know where he got it. Um cause remember Boba's armor, Django's armor, they may have recently changed exactly what it is, like the new in some new thing, but originally it's a material called Dura Steel, which is not Beskar. Okay. It's still like better than what the stormtroopers use. And stuff like that, but it is not to the same level as Dinjarin.
0: It's not going like, to survive a ship uh, crashing and burning. Getting I blown mean, up. it's it still
1: would, but I don't think it can survive like a light. I don't. I mean, I'm sure in Legends at some point it probably does happen, but it's like in theory, it's Beskar is like the the highest, one of the highest you can go. Durasteel's not, but Durasteel's still. Way stronger than a lot of other stuff, but then it is not the, it's not, oh yeah, way, yeah, the plastoid I think is what it's like officially called, that stuff sucks, it's basically useless.
0: Yeah, that's Boba just it. slapped it right off of At, their faces there, it was beautiful. Right. It's one of the yeah yeah most beautiful Yeah, moments. so
1: Cad Bane, he's in a bunch of Clone Wars, I don't think we see him after that. I think he's just really a Clone Wars character. Okay. I'm sure he's in books and comics and legend stuff, but I think that's really about it.
0: That's cool. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to seeing more of him in my Star Wars journey. Um, His droid is really cute when, like, Omega's like, um, you know, like, your boss isn't really nice to you. He's like, well, he treats me perfectly fine for, like, the way a droid is supposed to be treated. And it's just, like, these little moments of kindness, I think, is what just gives Star Wars such a light side to it versus, you know, the... Fun dark side. Um, it always kind of comes back to these sort of really sweet moments. And like, uh, his droid hurt its foot or something. And she's kind of stinky because she wants to get out of her like little, uh, you know, she's getting hauled back to Camino and she's like, doesn't want to. Um, but she fixes his little foot. And then, like, in a few scenes later, he's sort of like, wow, my foot really does feel like brand new. And it just was as my like knee cracked in five different places. Yeah. Um, It just—it was really sweet. It kind of reminded me of when uh, Ray fixes uh, the little green droid in Rise of Skywalker, and he's like, "Thank you."
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm looking here. I do think Cad Bane is dead by the time Rebels comes around because a lot of the language, anytime he's ever brought up, it feels like people are talking about like him in like remembrance or like, um, and he is sort of brought up a few times in Rebels, like very sort of briefly um but like a legend of cad bane or something so so i think i think it's likely if we do we probably might get his death in bad batch if we get a few more seasons of it
0: maybe oh my god what if crosshair does it but he's older
1: he's older too i mean he's born in 62 bby so i mean by now he's probably he's already like I mean, what's sixty? I can't do math. What's I was gonna say, months?
0: I don't, I don't know. Um... So he's
1: he's forty. He's forty three right now.
0: Okay.
1: Um. So then you add nineteen years. That'd make him well sixty two by the time Star Wars, like the uh, a, a New Hope. Okay. So I mean, he's a bounty hunter. I mean, he's. I think he's. He's probably dead by the time Rebels and other stuff happens.
0: Yeah, probably He'll probably kill. He's
1: probably killed in some sort of event.
0: Well, I hope one of the guys gets him. I don't know. I mean he was kind of okay to Omega. He kinda like, cool. Yeah, he was he was right. he you know, he called her little lady. It was it was kinda cute. Um Hera and Chopper showing up were super cool and like that I've was seen big. An, Yeah, and I've seen enough of Rebels to know that like she's the freaking mom and oh, like yeah. the driver. She's like the uh Oh no, you know, she's sweet. She's the fucking pilot. And like just seeing her as a little girl just looking up at the sky and looking at the creatures in the sky. It was really um I just love that kind of stuff. She just she was super cute. And it's cute that Chopper has been with her uh since the beginning. Um
1: And Chopper shows up in Rogue One. He's like there's a cameo, you can see Does he really? You can see Chopper. Yeah, you can see Chopper in Rogue
0: One. I'm gonna have to pay attention. I put that on the other night before bed and I was like, I hope I wake up when Darth Vader shows up, but I didn't. I stayed yeah. asleep. <laughs> um but yeah, no, that was done really well. Um, I think it showed she kinda comes from like a noble, like high like high society type um yeah. family, which of course, like she has that sort of air to her, um, even though she's like a badass pilot. Um
1: yeah, she's yeah, Hera's great. I mean, she's she's one of the best parts of Rebels. And then she's also um she was added into Star Wars Squadrons, which is a video game that takes Okay. Place, I think I'm trying to remember I have it, but I honestly Squadrons is not very like great. Um I think Squadrons is 5 years after let me see here. Following Destruction of Alderaan, Darth Vader, orders all Imperial forces. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Four years later, Battle of Endor. Yeah, yeah. So Harrison Doola. So yeah, so it's like Jakku. So it's like basically after sort of the Empire like around that time. Okay. We're talking about like around Return of the Jedi into Jakku.
0: Okay. That's cool. I know. I need to get into um.
1: And then she, more of these games. And then, yeah, and then she has a um. Yeah, and then she has a son who we think is all going to be very, uh, very important. Um, Jason Sandula. Is he the one and with the a, little
0: green hair? The little kid with the green has, hair and the big eyes. he has,
1: he has green hair. Um, he's supposedly adept with the force. And so a big, a big. Well, I don't know. I shouldn't say a big theory. Something that Ezra and I uh, theorize on quite a lot is that Ezra Bridger is probably going to be the one to train him, just as <gasps> oh, Kanan.
0: Yeah, that would just be as really Kanan cool. Kanan
1: trained Kanan trained Ezra, and then you do see the ghost as one of the ships flying in um, in Rise of Skywalker. And so there's uh, people when, people every, always, like, when they, all
0: the, the when Lando's like. To your left? Yeah. <laughs> That's
1: Basically. Great. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it is exactly to your,
0: to your left. I always um, get, I Mandela affect even, those too.
1: And then even more so when Ray is like, and I am all the Jedi, when I am Iron Man. I mean, I am all the Jedi.
0: Yeah, uh, yes, you know, like, yes. You know, <laughs> yeah.
1: Very yeah. much
0: so. But I will tell you, since. Um, since watching a little bit of rebels i've gotten further into rebels um that i have with clone wars just because clone wars is so daunting <laughs> it's just like it's there's so much there but um you know y- y- like it just there's certain moments in star wars that just like always make me emotional and like knowing um now the different voices that talk to her you know at the end um and knowing that Kanan is one of them, but that it's Freddie Prince Jr., it's just yeah. like, oh, it's just so. How far,
1: how far into Rebels are you now?
0: I think probably six-ish episodes, like at least halfway, through the, yeah, halfway okay. through the first okay, season. Yeah, halfway through the first season. Like just the freaking. I... Yeah,
1: season season one of Rebels is like okay. Season two, like it's like the end of season two is like so freaking good, and then you're just. Like for the the season finale of 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 season two of Rebels is like it's top tier Star Wars.
0: I will. It's,
1: it's so good. I mean, it is hands down some of the best moments in in Star
0: Wars. I'm so excited. I tr- I'm trying like so hard to not let like Twitter spoil too spoil many things, anything. but you know, try to like let it go in like you know in one eyeball out the other. Um, but like right. uh. Literally, it's once it once you see it it's kind of just stamped into your brain, but it's like um right I just know his journey kanan's journey is gonna be uh it's gonna be tough um and I'm gonna feel really sad for Hira, and I just know that like Ezra Bridger is just like somewhere out in the universe now, and we don't know where he is, mm-hmm. and ahsoka's trying to find him, so
1: yeah yeah no it's it's so good the end of the end of rebels is just it's it's heartbreaking. It's amazing. It's so good. It's, and I think a lot of it is going to come back up because that's like Dave Filoni's baby. Um, and I think it's all. I think it's all going to come back and be important.
0: It's it's going to be crazy. <clears throat>
1: but I mean, we've already seen Ahsoka in man in Mandalorian, and I think we're going to see another Rebels tie-in in Boba Fett.
0: Did they? Um. They officially casted um, the Ezra Bridger character, right? And have they done Sabine, or is that still.
1: Sabine is. I don't believe Sabine is like officially, officially cast, but it's. Sabine has been basically like officially cast. Okay. Like kind of like mm-hmm. when everyone was like, oh, hey, Rosario Dawson's Ahsoka, and it was like Screen Rant and all these other places were reporting it, but like it wasn't Disney coming out saying. It's Ahsoka, but like basically, we all know it's it's the case. Um, so yeah, I uh, Sabine is pretty much cast.
0: Okay, I really um, I'm, in, I'm really looking forward to uh, finding out more about her because I remember. Oh, she's when, awesome! Yeah, when Sabine season... is
1: like, Sabine is like a top in all of Star Wars for me. Sabine's probably. She might be my second, she's probably my second or third favorite female character in all of Star Wars.
0: That's pretty badass. Whoa, well, I don't know what just dropped, but I set down my coffee and something fell. Oh,
1: okay. Well, as long <laughs> as it wasn't your coffee.
0: No, I saw a TikTok video yesterday of this whole chick was doing this whole aesthetically pleasing, like, coffee oh, no, in the jar, and then it just, all over oh, the place. No. Um which is always great. Um, well, that's cool. Okay. Well, then I'm. Yeah, I'm definitely keeping um, a more watchful eye on on Sabine. Um, I think her and Ezra have a good little playfulness with each other so far. I, oh my god. Oh, I can't. I can't. This is like. It's, it's just so <laughs> much. It's so much. Like. Yeah, I would. <laughs> I
1: would honestly encourage. I like this is. I would encourage you to, in all honesty. I so I did Rebels and but I'm like ai mean I would say that I'm much more I was much more seasoned in Star Wars than I think it's fair to say you yeah were, absolutely yeah <laughs> um so like even not really watching Clone Wars at all like sort of growing up and when it was on um I don't feel like I really ever missed anything the only thing was, was like who's this Ahsoka character because I did not okay. know who it was um because then I was kind of like okay whatever she's a thing I knew I knew she like existed um, but I think rebels is just hands down better than Clone Wars. Like I don't even think it's close. Okay. And um, not that Clone Wars is bad, but the first like two seasons of Clone Wars, to me is like, I think it's kind of useless to be entirely honest. The animation's like not nearly as good it's just a lot of like filler content.
0: You can tell that they're um, sort of yeah, like filling right. in that 30, 20, that 20 to 30 minute spot. Right. It,
1: it starts to get really good. Once you start to do any of the stuff that involves like Maul and Mandalore. And then like, that's where it really starts to pick up ground and get going.
0: That's what I'm then looking you, forward to.
1: Yeah, the Maul Mandalore stuff with Sateen is, like, freaking amazing. Um, then there's definitely some good side stuff there that's kind of important with Bo-Katan that comes in. Uh, the dark saber becomes definitely something that's important.
0: Yeah, because if you're just a... I hate to say... I hate to put people in a casual category with the Mandalorian, but if you're kind of a casual Mandalorian fan, you know, when I saw the dark saber, I was like, that's a really cool looking lightsaber kind of looks like a sword, but I, how would I, I would right. have no idea that like, there's this whole, besides that little blurb but, where you get from off like, Gideon. Um,
1: right. Like it, it like I, I'm a, I'll tell you this and it won't really spoil it. In fact, it's honestly, it's like, actually the, the dark saber stuff is like confusing. Um, so anyway, so real quick, there's like clone war. So all the stuff with Maul and Mandalore is awesome. Then you have the Mortis God stuff, which you like have to watch. That's like so incredible. If you only watch one thing from okay. Clone Wars, watch the Mortis arc, and then watch the Mortis stuff in Rebels. But to me, it's they're not even comparable. For starters, one of the things that I love about Rebels more than Clone Wars is with Rebels there are stakes because you're watching. You're know, like any of these characters could die. When I'm watching. Clone Wars, is like Anakin, none of these guys are going to be in serious trouble <laughs> because we know they're going to make it. Yeah,
0: that's very, so, very true.
1: But there's, there's like, if there's like cool stuff, but Rebels is just so much better. But anyway, a lot of the stuff carries over. And one of the big things is the Darksaber. So Maul basically wants to like take on the Emperor. And he's training his brother Savage Opress to be like his apprentice. And Maul decides, well, I'm just going to go like take over Mandalore and just like start accumulating power. He literally goes and like the span. He of, just like, two chooses episodes.
0: Mandalore. Like, does he have any ties well, or like, or, or does it like, seem well, right? He's
1: sort of. He's sort of like when we when we find that they bring Maul back. he's sort of like. Saved slash runs into these Mandal- Mandalorians, um, and they like, and he gets like fixed with better legs and like the whole deal. And he's and he's like with them, and he's trying to like recover and do stuff. And so ultimately, he learns about like the dark and all this stuff. So he decides he needs he's going to go take over Mandalore, and he goes around to all the crime syndicates, and he basically just takes them over in like the span of two episodes. I mean, literally just like walks in, murders people. Takes it over the whole deal. He then He's goes very and he Godfather fights. of him. He then goes <laughs> and he, yeah, he he. I always forget the guy's name. Not Gar Saxon. Um, it doesn't matter. He goes and he fights him. Wins. Takes the dark saber. Maul now has the dark saber. He is the rightful ruler of Mandalore. But then this is where it gets weird because technically at the end. He, like, loses a fight with Ahsoka, slash, c- kind of gets captured. I, technically, I think he actually beats Ahsoka, but then, like, they're on this bridge, and it's, like, falling down. Is Ventress,
0: so, is, does Ventress help Ahsoka out at all during this arc? Because I've seen pictures, and Ventress is one of Clone my Wars. favorites. So, okay, she's I wasn't in, sure.
1: She's in Clone Wars. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so Maul, anyway, so Maul has the Darksaber. He loses in a fight to Ahsoka, but then at the end of it, he still leaves, he's still got it. In Rebels, Maul has, like, gone crazy. So where where we see Maul in Solo okay. compared to where we see Maul in Rebels, there's, I think, a span of, like, five, ten years, and something's happened to Maul, and he's either, either just walked away from it or possibly that like Kira kicked him out.
0: I um, I don't think Kira is gonna have any time for a dude to be above uh, her ever again after Dryden Voss, which I was like, right. is he related to Quinlan Voss. He's not. Um, He's not. No, not at all. Um, yeah, I I don't know. I always wonder about her. I want to read more of the comics, but like, I hope if Amelia ever comes back, it's like, right? Like, it's there's something a lot of rumors big.
1: that she is. There's a lot of rumors that that she is right now. I'd faint.
0: I would just faint. We'd bend. I'd bend the knee. Oh yeah.
1: So, so Maul comes. Maul comes back into Rebels, and he's like crazy. He's like just I'm. He's hunting Obi Wan. Is this where we get
0: the Kenobi? Yes. That's his whole
1: purpose. Is he wants to go take on Obi Wan Kenobi, and like that's like the I don't. But it feels like something snapped because I don't know. It's just like. The way everything's working, he just seems crazy and weird. So when like Ezra and Sabine and I think Kanan find him, he like the darksaber is like on the ground. And Sabine just like picks it up. And so now Sabine has the Darksaber, and but she like doesn't really care about it. She like didn't
0: technically fight for it. She just sort of had had
1: she didn't she didn't fight for it. And so she actually just ends up giving it to Bo katan Just like, here you go. I don't want it.
0: Kind of like so, how Din Djarin tried
1: to do. Right, which is a big deal because I think it's because I think what's going to happen is in Mandalorian, we're going to find out that Bo-Katan lost Mandalore because she didn't win the Darksaber and people found out about it, that it was just handed to her. Even though there's like a handful of people, like yeah. big important people around her when she got it. And so maybe they'll say you weren't a rightful ruler in the first place. But so the real question though is is, is it the dark saber itself? Or is it like someone beating someone in combat? Is it like the Elder Wand? Yeah. Potter, yeah right? No, exactly.
0: Like,
1: oh. It's not necessarily the physical wand. It's like the person. So if that's the case, then I think you'd have to go to either Ahsoka, who beats all, although he keeps it, or Obi-Wan. Who beats?
0: Yeah, who, beats Maul,
1: who like ends Maul?
0: I was gonna say I've seen the picture of of, of old old right. old That's, Ben cradling him. Yeah, um, that
1: episode isn't like super cool, but the moment is 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 definitely is definitely super cool. But I, then you can say, well, then Vader beats, then Vader beats uh, Obi, Vader beats Obi Wan, Luke beats Vader. Is Luke the rightful Is
0: Luke ruler the, king of, is Le- is Luke the <laughs> king of Mandalore? That's pretty Well, I mean he's got he's he's hanging out with me Man- like he knows where all the freaking Mandalorian chicks are at now. He knows what ship they're yeah. on. He took yeah. their green milkshake and left. So Yeah, the only thing he didn't take with him was that saber.
1: Oh. Even in this newly forged era piece. Jedi Master Luke Skywalker is haunted by visions of the dark side, foretelling an ominous secret growing somewhere in the depths of space in a dead world called Exegol. It's
0: like it's like
1: Luke and Lando are yes! on a Sith hunting mission. So I'm down,
0: and and I think it'll help. Um, you know, I know the 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 Last Jedi is a bit of a mixed bag still to this day, um, but maybe that'll help bridge bridge that gap to the Luke you see in Last Jedi, and you know, the Luke from Legends and stuff that you well, say
1: it it does because it it's gonna dive into Ochi. It says
0: Ochi's oh, yeah. true motives
1: remain shrouded to Luke and Lando from a Junkyard Moon. A mysterious envoy of the Sith Eternal has bequeathed the sacred. Blade to the assassin, promising that it would give him answers to the questions that have haunted him since the Empire fell. In exchange, he must complete a final mission. Return to Exeggul with the key to the Sith's glorious rebirth, the granddaughter of Darth Sidious himself, Rey. So, down. That,
0: I mean, how fast do I sign up for that book? Because I did notice that with the... The last episode of Book of Boba Fett, people brought up the novelization for The Last Jedi because the Cammy character and the dude that she was with, uh, right. Luke wonders what life would have been like if he stayed on Tatooine and was with Cammy or something like that. So it's kind of cute. Right. <laughs> He's yeah, so yeah, cute. Yeah, yeah. He's such Fixer, a good character. I think
1: it's his name or oh, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: the yeah. guy, the guy. Yeah. I, I I would uh, I would take Luke over Fixer, but that's okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, so there. Yeah, so some other big books. The Thrawn final one is called Greater Good. Uh, oh wait, that's a reprint, perhaps. Um, novel reprint.
0: There should be a new Padme. I think a new Padme uh, Queens. Wait, there's Queen's Shadow, Queen's Hope, Queen's Peril. I think is the one that comes yeah, out this Queen's,
1: year. Yeah, Queen's Peril. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. They're. So some books, like, so they're doing a reprint of Plagueis. They're doing a reprint of Darth Bane. They're doing a reprint of Kenobi. A lot of just, like, you know, other stuff. Brotherhood is a novel, a new novel. Is that um, the... So this, is the, this okay. is the Obi-Wan. This is the Obi-Wan uh, thing. And there will be an unabridged audiobook. Same thing, oh, so.
0: thank God. Just what we need. That's <laughs> yeah. what we need. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Shit. Uh, let me see. What else do we have here? Shadow of the Sith. Then a lot of just a lot of High Republic. Thrawn Ascendancy uh oh wait, Lesser Evil. That's okay, so that's a so they're doing reprint of the whole the whole trilogy.
0: I just love that there's like a space for any weird little niche or part or little aspect of Star Wars that you like that like you can dive into the waters and you can find something that 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 fits that. Like, um, I see people tweet about the Dr. Afra character um, all the time from the comic books. Um, I, I think she's around with Darth Vader, mm-hmm. like, around that timeline. Yeah. Um, A lot of people
1: think she could show back up.
0: Uh, that soon. would be... Th- and, and then it's all there. You know what I mean? You've got however many comics that they wrote about this care. Like, it's just... It's just nuts. And, like, yeah, I... I I'm always looking forward to seeing who who's going to come to the forefront. So I'm definitely going to be looking at, out for the uh, mechanical arm of the girl, the the Boba Fett girl, <laughs> the pod oh, racer girl. Arden. Arden Lynn. Arden yeah. Lynn. OK.
1: I think she's going to show up. And, and, and yeah, and she's an emperor's hand and she's she, a big deal. She
0: could show up in four hours from now.
1: She could. She could. A hundred percent. hundred percent. I know if I didn't have to work tomorrow, I would, I would, I would do like a midnight, a mid, a midnight watch. But I just can't, I, I can't, unfortunately. I, I,
0: could,
1: I, I was, I was almost considering sick dang, but then we have Monday off, so I was like,
0: eh. Oh yeah, because yeah, it's the holiday, so right. Save it for right. the finale. You know what I mean? See, see, if, see if you can make right. it to the finale and be like, not, nah, not gonna do it. Um.
1: Yeah. I could because I get back from vacation. I think that week because I'm going to Mexico, and so I could be like, oh, I feel sick.
0: Where you go? Uh, <laughs> where you going to Mexico?
1: Puerto Varte?
0: Port Puerto Ver- Port- Puerto Ver Yeah. Okay. There you yep. go. Yeah, that's yep. cool. I've only been to Cabo San Lucas a couple times, but um, yeah, no, that's a that's a good that's a good that's a good spot.
1: Yeah, yeah, I've never been, so I'm 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 excited.
0: One of but, the perks uh, of living in California is being. So close to Mexico. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So there's a lot of cool stuff coming out. There's, um, yeah, there's definitely some High Republic stuff that could be cool, too. Um, I'm going to have to get this audio book right now. Boom.
0: I know. I was uh, I was originally, uh, tomorrow morning at 10 or 11, going to be recording with a, a podcast that usually does, like, spook, spooky movies. I think uh, they're called The Wheel of Horror, and they'd asked me a while back if you ever want to get into Book of Boba Fett, when it comes out, we'd like to have a Star Wars person come on the podcast. And I was like, OK, cool. Uh, and awesome. so we're doing next when uh, next Wednesday, luckily, instead of uh, this one. But yeah, now I figured I'll just drink my coffee and stay up for a few more hours. My sons are with and... their dad tonight. So it's like, what else? Nice. Might, might right. as well. Nice. much as well.
1: Nice. Yeah. So you, you got to do it. You got to stay up and, and do it. That's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. So yeah, um I'm excited for Boba Fett. I don't I uh I don't know. There's so many, there's so many different directions to go in in Star Wars, but I, I mean don't know. Do you have anything anything else off? I was off, gonna that say that I'm you, trying you to think hammer in hammer I'm tra- into
0: here. I'm trying to think Boba Fett uh we never saw him in the bad batch, just like the clones, no. right? Okay. Um so do we think that like what is it the the alpha Omega thing do we think bobas okay, okay, um yeah again i I'm this whole clone thing um uh before we sign off, I fucking the one of the episodes, I think when Fenix shows up the second time, um she's trying to get uh Omega to come to her trying to help her get away from Cad Bane. And they're in this kind of laboratory setup, and you see all these tanks full of the green goop uh, or whatever. um, And you see the Snokey-looking characters. And Omega breaks one open, and this thing. Oh, it's so so gross. It freaking, all the water in the tank that's been holding this creature inside of it. This Maybe. Yeah, this Snoke Alien thing comes flopping onto poor Fennec and like I'm glad they didn't do this in live action because I probably would have gagged, but um it was just that kind of stuff's impressive. And I wish um when the sequels came out that we had a little bit like more of a padding, you know what I mean, kind of easing into some of them because um, you know, it's taken me a few years to kind of to fill in some of the gaps and the holes and, you know, knowing more of the expanded universe definitely helps with that. Um, but like, you know, I don't know. I like the fact that I can watch that we can watch the book of Boba Fett and you can see Fennec Shan in the flesh (laughs) played by the actual actress. And then you can be watching. Yeah. you could be watching the, or, uh, watching the bad batch and she just shows up in the animated form. Um, It's just really cool. And And the
1: same voice actors.
0: Okay. So that's the episode. uh, Getting into the Bad Batch season one. Getting into some of the Star Wars books. Among other things. Um, Super grateful to have Matt on the. On Hello There. Um, First guest on Hello There. So that was nice. Um, And I mentioned at the top of the episode. That I might do a little bit more here at the end. On the finale specifically. Um. But I just was going through it again. Um, yeah, kind of clicking through it. And I was just watching the part with um Omega saving saving freaking crosshair. And um these last two episodes, they're a, it's a two-parter um Camino Lost. Um it's really intense and beautiful really beautifully done two episodes. Um the underwater stuff, uh whoo! i get with underwater stuff it makes me nauseous pretty easily i don't know if i think like a great white shark is gonna you know show up at some point or what the fuck is gonna happen but um between um all of the facilities at camino sinking into the oceans um i what is this topeka city is this topeka city anyways whatever um i've just heard omega say that a few times and i'm like is that where we are um but uh it's just very well done at one point they have to walk the the ocean's floor to get from point a to point b to get off the ding thing um between the fire and the water you have um the one droid that's pretty much been around here since she was born uh az something 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 is the droid's name um he's super cute he's super sweet and um helps freaking bring them all to safety and at one point crosshair is um completely stuck and is about to drown and omega and az um get him out and watching omega save the brother that like doesn't consider himself to be part of the team anymore who um you know is just has been a real sourpuss this whole time working for the empire um you know i don't know she's just fucking omega man she's such a special character um you know she does stick up for herself uh, stick up for herself um throughout the whole ordeal um Sid explains to them that she's the smartest one out of all of them um that they should pay more attention to that but um I just thought it was good because she had a moment with crosshair at one point in the series where um she like mentions that she thought maybe it was like the chip that, that made him a certain way or whatever. Um, and she goes, but I was wrong. Uh, that was done. I did not do a proper Kiwi accent there. That sounded more British than anything, but she tells him, you know, I thought wrong. So, uh, you know, she is, she's a little spicy. She's a little feisty. Um, so anyways, um, I think what I'm going to do is maybe in a couple weeks, um, come back to the Bad Batch before season two starts and, uh, just do a whole episode specifically on part one and two of this finale because it's just so well done and, um, I just feel like it deserves its own standalone episode because it's, you know, it's quite a little peach, a little peach of an arc here. Um, but overall, season one of Bad Batch, I loved, um meeting new characters I haven't seen before, um, that have been on other things I haven't digested yet. Again, Cade Bane, Cad Bane, whatever, um, was super cool. I like his little droid that Omega helped fix. Um, she fixed his leg. We got Fennec. We got, um, Hera Sandula. I think, I hope I said it, I hope I said her last name right. Um, as a little, little noble child of whatever planet she's on. Um, I think the Sid character is from something else. Um, I really appreciated her. She was a ball buster. Um, but yeah, it was super cool. I appreciated uh everything done, written, put into this show. Uh it's uh, it's a real standout in Star Wars. Um I I just really love it. I just really ended up loving this show so very much. And so, uh, yeah, that's it. That's the episode. Um, uh, It's taken a a few days to to get to put out here. Um, I'm running a little bit behind, but I'm I'm, I'm catching up. So um, anyways, with that being said, thank you again to Matt. Um, I hope you guys are staying safe and healthy out there and uh, have a lovely week. So um, please enjoy this episode, if you will. Bye.